Okay, guys, we got a question from a follower that essentially said this. Why is it that my husband can be honest about big things, but has a hard time being honest about small things? Yeah, have you ever felt like, you know, as as the addicted or somebody who's trying to rebuild trust that, that like, what can I do to rebuild trust? I, I, I feel like I'm doing what I need to, but trust just isn't happening. So we're going to break that down today. But before we do, check this out. What's up, Recovery Warriors? Have you seen our Patreon site yet? If not, you need to go check it out. As you know, here on the podcast, you get this content for free. But over on Patreon, it gives us the opportunity to give you more interaction with us so that we can help you more in depth. So while you're listening right now, go over, hop on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And type in the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert, and you'll find us there. Or you can click on the show notes um, to the link over to Patreon. There's next level tools and resources there. So we hope to see you over there. Now let's get on with the show. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now why am I an expert? because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you, and you get interaction with like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link to our Patreon site. All right, friends. They have me laughing. They should not do that. So this is good. We're starting it in a good mood, which I love. So I have a review from one of you loyal listeners. Um, this is something as a reminder that you can go to iTunes. I believe that's the only place you can do it and Facebook. You can leave us a review. If you don't want to leave us a review because your name might be up there, just rate us. That also helps the podcast grow and help people find us and hear this content. So this is from... Um, MTL Hartman and it says I absolutely love this podcast it is an amazing resource for both the betrayed and the addicted in so many ways I am immensely grateful that this is available especially for those who live in highly rural areas and have limited access to a CSAT um, therapist or counselor to work with thank you it's one of the best free free resources out there I love it awesome rural I can hardly say that with my, with my Utah accent. I know, right? Um, areas, that's that's awesome. That's uh, a big deal, especially yeah. when there's uh, very few resources available. Absolutely. So, so I, want, I want to move out to the somewhere. Do you? Just, yeah, just get out there somewhere. But maybe, wow. one, maybe one day. Maybe we'll one see. day. But I'm glad we're helping people out there. Indeed. Indeed. So. Okay, guys, remember, uh, we started once upon a time on an ironing board with one snowball microphone. But now, you guys have been with us through this journey of hearing us become more sophisticated with our recording equipment. And we have uh, become a little bit more grown up along this journey. So remember, there's uh, we're, we're going to take this seriously. There's a lot of work on the back end to develop more resources to help all of you. And that includes uh, you know courses that are in the pipeline that'll be coming down, as well as uh, Patreon. If you haven't been over there, hop over there. Um, we give access to us in live formats every month to answer your questions. We're also working live. on future events, which are live and will be lots of fun. I just think the value, and I know we're not salespeople, and, and, <laughs> but we are selling this. Mm-hmm. The value is so immense. I mean, for, yeah. for the price of 
getting all the content on Patreon for the the access to to us to yeah. to professionals to to people who really understand recovery. You know, it's it's far less than paying for one therapy session far. a month. You Isn't know, that crazy? it's yeah, so it's awesome. Okay, so we're talking about trust again. Trust is is an important topic, and it's something that that we hear about a lot because couples come in usually to get help because they're in pain, and usually they're in that pain because in the relationship, the foundation of that relationship is broken, and the foundation of that relationship is based on safety and trust. Um, <clears throat> and so couples kind of start into this journey of trying to figure out how to re like put this together and and rebuild the foundation and there's some principles that are really important to actually start to develop trust and start to get into the process of rebuilding that foundation one of the, the most important things is it's not it's not what you, you you hear me say all the time it's not honesty empathy and consistency it's not those things it's it's integrity so if you want safety in a relationship, then you need to be in a relationship with somebody who has integrity. So when I say integrity, what is that? Living in an authentic way that's true to you. Yeah. So it's being you. It's it's you know if you think of a brick, um, you know a brick. If if I, if I handed you guys a brick, um, it would have some integrity, right? Mm-hmm. What what does that mean? It has the ability to stand up to pressure has the ability to maintain its shape, it's hard, it's rough. It is what it is, right? You try to break it in half, it probably won't break. It's tough, it, it, you can build things with it. It is what it is. Now, if I handed you guys a styrofoam block that looked like a brick, and uh, you know, what, could, what, would that have integrity? It was painted like a brick. It looked just like a brick. The integrity of a styrofoam. Brick. Yeah, it would have integrity of what it is, right? Yeah. right? But if it's fooling you and it's saying, no, 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 I'm a brick. I'm a brick, so build a house with me. Mm. Um, what's the problem with that? Oh, man. It's going to fall apart. It's going it, to blow away. It's not going to work, is it? It's going to bust. It's going to crack. It's going to break. And it's so, so when somebody presents something that they are but they're actually not you'll never have trust ever so the important thing to to start to really evaluate with yourself if you want to rebuild trust with your spouse is are you showing up with integrity consistently Mm -hmm. and do you know that you have integrity and maybe maybe you don't have integrity and you're not even aware of it because for so long you've been living in denial and for so long you've been destroying the integrity underneath your relationship Right. Well, and I think most of, well, I'm going to just say all, I'm going to categorize all of us betrayed, that it's the lies that cause the pain. And it's a very, the, the actions I'll hear people say, you know, he did this thing, but it's the lies, the, 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 the denial, the manipulation, all those things that hurt the most. And it keeps showing up in that way. Like, okay, you relapse, but why didn't you tell, you know, like, it's that part that hurts so much. And so it's... That, that causes... So, so the level of denial that the addict has directly correlates with the level of betrayal trauma that the spouse goes through. So what I didn't say there is the level of acting out or the, the, you know, the craziness of the, the act correlates to that. That's not it. 
It's the denial because that denial just manipulates and and twists and makes a spouse feel crazy. So now here's the thing, uh, and and Kobe, you can probably attest to this, but addiction has a couple best friends, just best buddies. They they hang out and they they help each other and they support each other. So addiction loves denial. His buddy denial has to be there for him to to live. Um, denial and addiction, they love to create shame together. As they create shame, shame then says, hey, denial, I need more of you. Come hang out with me some more. And then addiction comes in and says, well, let me numb this all out so we can all survive together. Mm. And as addiction, denial, and shame hang out together, it creates this big mess of isolation and disconnection in a relationship, wow. right? So I can attest to that. I, I totally can attest to that. And what's really interesting is one of the statements that you said was is uh, about integrity. Um, I can very easily say that I put integrity into the same category at the old me, right? Um, integrity and honesty would be in the same category, meaning that was never a word that I understood or could articulate. Um, and it just was never my radar like honesty was. Right. And you, you, so what you're saying is you, you, you probably thought you knew what it was. No, 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 no. Right? You didn't even no. think that you knew what no, it was. No, 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 no. In in principle, I had no. I'm just thinking back to when I was like growing up. It's like I had no idea what it what, what it meant to be full of integrity, to be authentic, to be true to who I was. And I surely didn't know when we got married what it meant to be full of integrity, what it meant to live life with integrity. And um, it was, but but I, but I felt the the sting and the pain, the shame, really, of of living a double life. Right. So you felt the shame and the addiction of it, mm-hmm. but but you probably didn't realize that a lot of it a lot of what was fueling it underneath was that you were lacking integrity. Yeah. Right? So let's break down um, some things to really think about and look at and, and to see whether you have integrity or not. Because if you don't have integrity, then your wife's gonna keep complaining that she doesn't trust you. And okay. you're probably going to keep complaining. Why don't you trust me? Yeah, why don't you trust mm-hmm. me? Can't it you see? It goes both ways. And she's like, "You're you're a freaking styrofoam brick. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do it. I can't build a foundation here." Um, so the first thing is to get to know yourself. If you don't know yourself and you become a figment of everybody else's thoughts, then you don't have integrity. So if I if I walk into a room and let's say I have to make a decision in front of a group of people, and if all I'm thinking about is, well, what will they think? And what will they think? Then I will try to say or do what I think I should in that moment so that other people will like me. Yeah, this okay? is, I would say you would morph into whoever you were around and it drove me insane. That statement is directed exactly to me. Yes, I'm actually, looking you're talking at you. to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, and 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 that was that was exactly it. And I thought that, like integrity, like being me, never was a consideration. Being the person that the individual I was talking to would like or approve of was the sole focus for me. Right. So right. if you were a trucker and you drove Freightline or you drove, you know. Mac or whatever it was, I, I would tell me about that. Talk about that. 
right, right. If uh, you, can, you know, were a vet, you know, you're you're a shapeshifter, you're yeah. you're you're a poser, you're or a chameleon, whatever mm-hmm. we want to call it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna become. Now this happens in relationships a lot, where the 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 addict doesn't know who he is, so who he thinks he wants to be is who who he thinks he should be for her. Yeah, and so he tries to do and say the right things to keep her happy to become what she needs him to be. That won't create trust. And oftentimes he'll, he'll back up and he'll say, what do you want me to do? I'm doing everything that you, I think that you want me to do. Why isn't this working? Yeah. And the reason is, is because you're not showing up real. So she can't, she doesn't have anything to, to actually land on in the foundation of that relationship. What's super key to understand about that conversation is there's very real energy and emotion that is in that conversation, in that statement. Okay. When I don't live with integrity, when I'm not, when I don't represent who I really actually am, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You can you can feel it because in truth, what that means is, is I'm in shame and everybody has shame tells. And those shame tells have corresponding emotions to it. I have specific nonverbal cues when I'm in shame. I have specific idiosyncrasy. I mean, not, not uh, but but I have, um, you know, little, what are they called? Little, Mannerism? little fa- mannerisms that I, that I exhibit when I'm in shame. Yes. Right? And my so if you're saying and doing all the right things, but your energy is like freaking out, trying to appease. It's so known. And, yeah. and what's more is, is Ashlyn, over time, you began to pay attention to those, whether you knew it or not. And you're like, nope, nope. I've seen that before. Not even a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where this, the addict really helps you develop your <laughs> spidey senses. I really helped you develop those because I would not have any idea who I was and I wouldn't have any idea on uh, on how to act. I would just be whomever. Because the truth is, is that I wasn't even comfortable in my own skin. Right. I, I was living such a lie for so long. I didn't. I didn't know who right. I was. Right. I, I was talking to a guy this week, and he he was just saying, ah, "I'm so frustrated, and I'm mad at my wife, and I'm like, this is happening, and I'm mad about this, and I'm mad about that, and I'm I'm frustrated with this." Um, and then when I talked to her. She's like, I'm so tired of Mr. Nice Guy. Like he's always smiling and he's always okay and everything's always good. And then I hear from him and it's like this boatload of resentment. Hmm. And so I'm talking to him. I'm like, he's like, well, how am I supposed to rebuild trust? How can I get closer to her? And I said, go be honest with her about how angry you are right now. Go be honest with her about how frustrated you are. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. That'll make things worse. And it will make things worse in the short term. It'll cause conflict. Um, but in the long run, it's building some tr- trust because he's showing up with integrity. He's showing up real. Okay. So I'm just connecting dots here. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about what, me as a kid right now. Okay. Okay. So the reason why honesty and integrity never showed up, why it wasn't okay to be honest is because when I was a kid, if I was honest, that meant I got in trouble. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't okay. I, <laughs> my mom made it very clear. They, being in trouble sucked. And so I didn't want to be in trouble. It wasn't okay for me to be honest. Like the first time I swore and my mom heard me and I was like third grade, where did you hear that? Well, it's like, well, I heard it from dad and I've heard it from grandpa and grandma. I don't know how many times. <laughs> this literally was like a Christmas story, right? Um, where, you know, uh, what's yeah. his name? Ralphie. Ralphie swears. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it from Schwartz and all of a sudden Schwartz is getting his a couple blocks away. Right. But, th- but the point is, is that um, I blamed it on Jason 
who when I as a as a you third did? grader. Oh, well, I totally did. And he was in the garage. He was like, uh, who's the first person came to mind? Jason. You and Jason totally was in the garage did. and he's like three years older than I was. My mom went out there and ripped him up one and <laughs> the other and sent him home because I didn't want to be in trouble. So the idea with this is is that if I was honest, then that person that I was in that moment wasn't good enough and that was undesirable and therefore I got in trouble. And that led me to saying, okay, I can't really swear or I can't really do this or making mistakes isn't okay. So that's why I'm going to lie. So that carried with me into marriage so that I would deny, I would lie, I would hide. And that perpetuated more denial and shame over time. Uh, Our ability to face and sit with reality shows our strength. Yeah. So, so... So if I can not manipulate, if I can own what is, mm-hmm. then I can show up in strength. If I can show up in strength, my spouse and those around me are going to feel safe with me yeah. because I, I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm authentic. If I'm authentic, I have integrity, right? Okay, let's go to the next thing. Um, all these things tie together like so Man, closely. Man, just like telling my story, Brandon. So, so one... <laughs> One one problem with, with having integrity or one way that it's difficult to maintain integrity is that you can't face your shame. You're too uncomfortable. Yeah. So your your shame resiliency isn't there. It it dominates you. So you start to to m- comply or you start to get really nasty and really mean and push away. Um, you you start to um, shut down and avoid vulnerable situations because you you you. You feel like I can't handle this discomfort. Right. So, so if you believe I must I'm, be bad, if you believe I'm bad and unworthy, and you believe that's what your integrity is, that's who you really are, then you're gonna shame screen all over the place. Um, the 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 reality is, is that's not who you really are. But but moreover, I would say that's also not a conscious thought. I'm gonna act in my integrity. I'm gonna lie, and I'm gonna do this. I, 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 I'm gonna act in my integrity and not sit in what's uncomfortable. That is never a conscious thought. Right. That was never a thing that I actually consciously decided. It was just an automatic like fear response. It was like I was in my you know limbic system. It was like fight, flight, or freeze, and I always froze, or I would um, take flight, right? Because my mom was just like so domineering, and I learned that from a really young age, right? And I brought that right into our marriage. And you married someone like that. Dang it! <laughs> you, you think about it. It's like, what's your price? Um, you know, I'm. I'm scared of what people will think, so I'll give up my integrity. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lazy, so I'll give up my integrity. Like, here's an example. I, uh, I committed, I gave myself my word. Now, your integrity has everything to do with your word. If, if you say, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do, and then you don't do it, you don't have integrity, right? Right. So I gave myself my word I was going to go to the gym every day this week, and I went once. So I, I lacked integrity with myself to go to the gym and I gave myself my word that I that I would. My, the reason was is I'm lazy. I wanted to go home and lay around and mm-hmm. not do anything. And so for that laziness, I gave up my integrity. As I say that, that, that hurts it's, my yeah. heart a little bit. It's, it's like, ouch, what am I doing? It's uncomfortable. But like for like think about it. there's probably little things that you do that you're worried that people are gonna think about you. So you hide those things from people. And every time you do those little things, you're, you're breaking down your self-worth. You're saying, gosh, if they really knew me, they wouldn't love me. They wouldn't. And, and there's a lot of things that go on, the ways that people try to manipulate the way you see things. Uh, here's the reality. 
you know, it's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to try, I'm going to, I'm going to stay in my office until 10 minutes after five o'clock because I want everybody to think that I'm awesome. Right. But what if you want to leave 20 minutes before five o'clock? If you walked out 20 minutes before five o'clock, half the office would be like, awesome. Like sweet. <laughs> right. And that, that guy's honest. Like he's doing what he wants to do. Most people would respect you for being real as opposed to acting another way that you're not and, and that they'll feel that energy from you. They'll oh, feel yeah. that you shame, feel that discomfort of like, oh, you're uncomfortable with the way that I'm thinking about you, right? And it creates, you know, you know a lack of integrity creates shame and it creates shame in you and those around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it doesn't create safety. So learning how to be shame resilient is really important. Next one, um, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. So that's the same thing uh, that we said, but, but stepping into conflict, if you're going to disagree, um, it's, it's important to be able to have truths and perspective in your relationships. So if, so are you saying it's okay that we have that expectation that we will probably not agree on everything and that's okay? Absolutely. Not, not only is it okay, it's healthy because what you're, what you're doing is you're saying, Hey, I get to be me in the relationship and you get to be you. Yeah. That's my Holy favorite balls. is when people that never cross my to, mind when people show up as themselves and they still don't agree, they still can hold space for each other and then they move on and they like, still love each other. Okay. Well, we're still married and I still love you, but right. wow, we really don't agree on these things. Right. You say tomato, I say tomato and that's great. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we don't have to call this whole thing off, right? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, wait. I want Kobe to share the uncomfortable, which is a super small thing, and I think this is kind of where the question came from. Of you can be really honest in these big things, like okay, I I had an affair, or I'm on drugs, or whatever it was that your thing was. These are big things, and that's a big deal that you're being honest with it. But what about the little things? Um, like I'm going to go, she, she, she's asking to out yourself a <laughs> yeah, little bit here. I, and I'm going to, we have two examples of this. Okay. So the first one I'm going to give is swears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Swears, um, swear words. Okay. So like I said earlier, my, I, I grew up I watching. Love, I love my, the confessional. This I know this is so great. I grew up watching. <laughs> Brandon really has Do a big smile on his face. No, this, right? is, this is great. <laughs> Can we have a booth please with it, with it dark? And the lights out. Um, so I grew up watching my grandma swear at the TV when she would watch the Utah Jazz play. Okay. And my dad, whenever he got mad, he would swear. And so um, Ashlyn's parents also swore, but Ashlyn was the was like the one who said, "No, that's not okay." And um, and I liked that about Ashlyn. But what was actually happening is I was not living in integrity because. In my head, I would swear, but they would hit the back of my teeth and they would stop. And then I would go to work and I would swear. And um, there's certain swears that are synonymous with me just being who I am. And there's certain swears that are synonymous with um, real um, addict mode, I think. Okay. okay? And um, which is which is interesting. They're they're just they're just more angry and intense and and so forth and and mindless. And so. Um, Probably this calendar year, I finally was like, guess what? I'm going to swear. And yes, I swear. And I swear a lot more than what is ever audibly spoken or swore that you ever hear. And Ash was like, are you serious? I'm like, yep, that's just me. That's absolutely me. So one of the ways that I walked in integrity 
this week, okay, Monday of this week, my girls, one girl, Lucy's in the bathroom, or Ellie's in the bathroom, Lucy's outside. Lucy needs to get into the bathroom in order to go to school. This is before school started. And Ellie, or Lucy kept knocking on the door and Ellie would not open. And it was like five minutes. And I told her three times, just put your toothbrush down and go get your socks and then go to, right. go to school. And she didn't. And I freaked out. Like I really freaked out and yelled. And while I was yelling, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. So I wasn't act- walking integrity with this. But when I, when the kids went downstairs and they were all freaking out and Ashlyn's downstairs just going like, Oh, Kobe. <laughs> I walked downstairs and I said, I need to be really, really authentic here and really honest. And I said, kids, and for those of you who don't like swears, there's going to be a swear that you're going to hear in just a second. And I walked downstairs and I said, girls, like what I did was not okay. I totally lost my shit. And that's not okay. And Ellie's eyes got really big like, oh my gosh, did it really just say that? And Lucy looked at me and she was smiling like, oh my gosh. And that levity <laughs> that came from me being like, authentic to who I am was a key piece of owning the fact that I did. I lost my mind and I wasn't there. And Ashlyn just laughed and she was okay with it. Does Ashlyn swear? No. Ashlyn emoji swears, right? (laughs) (laughs) She sent one to me last night and I was like, this is the coolest ever. They don't come out of my mouth. They don't. don't, They just don't. They don't work work for me. Ashlyn doesn't agree with that, but I'm okay with Ashlyn not loving when I swear, here's the, here's the important part. Ashton doesn't agree with that. Integrity, integrity is showing up between you and God in your truths. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can say shit, and mm-hmm. you can be like, I'm perfectly comfortable between God and I. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not a prideful thing. It's not like I'm going to say this so that I can drive it home to you to show you that I'm okay with it. That's not of God. Mm-hmm. That's not acting in your purpose in integrity. Mm-hmm. But if you can say it and really say like, God's fine with me saying this, not a big deal. Now, now this, this applies to more than just swearing. It applies to everything in our lives mm-hmm. where we can step into it and say, you might not like this. This is truth to me. I feel peace with it. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. And I can own it even if you don't like it. Yeah. I can be real with you about what's real for me. Yep. Right? Another example of that, r- very quickly, is I tried um, drink. I, I tried a monster, a white ultra zero, and I was like, a couple months ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is seriously good. And I would not say that out loud to Ashlyn because I knew that she wouldn't like it. And finally, after having one at the house, and Ashlyn's like, seriously, we're going here? I was just, I was like, okay, here it is. This is me. I think these taste amazing. And I like them. And every now and again, I'm going to have one. You're going to sing the This Is and Me song. From... This is me. Totally, right? <laughs> but that, that kind of is, that is the me. point. That right? was me. I know who I am. This is who I am. Right. Love me or don't love me. And it's not that you're rigid and not loving to the other person. Yes. You can still listen. You can still empathize. You can still even compromise and say, okay, I'm not going to swear in front of you because I love you. Yeah. yeah. And my truth is, is that I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable, but I want you to know that I am comfortable with swearing. Yeah. yeah. And I'll probably sure. be swearing when I'm not around you. Yeah. Right. Right. Which, which is, is also true. Which is how we've compromised and how he shows up and how I show up. And then I'm like, okay, right. Whatever works for Kobe. Here's what's rad though. <laughs> He's is emotional. I, out, I am because you guys, what's important that you know is I'm emotional Another Oprah moment, but I'm emotional because I'm having this awakening that even saying, and this is within the last like two months, isn't it? Where I've said, I'm going to have a monster every now and again because I like them. And I pulled one out this week and Ashlyn looked at it and she looked back at her computer and kept going. 
And I was like, and I was fearful. I had butterflies and I was uncomfortable with her seeing it, but we'd already had the discussion and guess what? She was still okay with it and she accepted me. I've accepted the fact that you don't like it. And I'm okay with you saying, I don't like this. I'm also okay living in my integrity and saying, I'm going to have these every now and again. Think of the cage of shame that's like- Over uh, a monster. I, I can't have a monster and I can't let anyone know. I can't say the S word yeah. when I can't let anybody know. It's like shame all the time as opposed to turning and facing it and being like, this is reality to me. Yeah. And what do you know? It doesn't have that much power. It doesn't create that much right. shame for me when I just own who I am. Well, right? And I think what's important to recognize here is that it's not like he's in maybe this is part of it, but it's not he's introducing this new unhealthy way of living and healthy habit. It's like, no, this is just this thing right. that's part of who I am. And if it was like, I'm having eight monsters a day, by the way, this is me, it would be a little different. Well, okay, so, but here's the thing. So what if Kobe came and he said, Ashlyn, here's my reality. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep with a new woman every day for the next year. Right. I choose a triggering thing on purpose, yeah. by the way, mm -hmm. awesome. every day. And I just checked it out with God and God, like I am like, we're good. I, I feel good about this. <laughs> this needs to happen. Okay. And okay. This is a stupid example because he's probably in a ton of denial <laughs> to get himself here. Yeah. But let's say that he's not, let's say he's legitimately like he's supposed to do this for some reason. And this is a really stupid example. <laughs> the, the more, more you I, say the more it. I get into it, but okay. And so, and he, he's, he's showing up honest with you. Now you have your truths that come into play. I got to know who I am. Yeah, you got to know who you are. So you can hear him. You can understand him. You can see where he's coming from. But then you say, okay, if that's your reality and that's going to happen, here's my reality. This is, and, and this is, comes back to our boundaries episode that we just did, right? Yeah. Here's my reality. Here's my integrity. I've got I've to act in my integrity here in this relationship and so I'll need to do A, B, and C for me because of that truth for you, right? Yeah. So you're not coming back and controlling and forcing him to go outside of his integrity, but you're definitely showing up in your own integrity. Yeah, I like right? that. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, uh, last one is that you, you, don't, you lack integrity if you're in a bunch of denial. Duh, right? But if you go review our denial episode, we, we break it down further part one part two but yeah if you're justifying things if you're rationalizing if you minimize if just like little tiny thoughts that allow you to 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 hurt yourself and hurt others um and, you know things that that you know aren't true but you distort your thinking so that you can get away with some things you're lacking integrity you'll never build trust in a relationship if you're living in a bunch of denial for so sure. check out our denial episode for sure okay super good Super good. I, um, this is important for me. And again, the reason why I got, uh, I got really emotional about that, not really, but just a little emotional is because I've learned how to accept me and that has opened up my ability to accept Ashlyn loving me for who I am. Ditto. Yes. And I, I want to say one last thing and I'm going to out us a little bit, uh -oh. but our mission and our purpose is to help people create, um, intimate thriving relationships. For sure. And, and that's not just in your marriage. That's between you and God. That's a relationship with yourself, and it's a relationship with your spouse. So what we've talked about today hopefully will help you self-reflect so you can look at it and say, how can I create this intimate, thriving relationship with me, God, and others? Yeah and move you toward that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Funny. Thank you. Guys, thanks for right. being here. Sure appreciate you, you, and uh, we'll see you soon. I wanna invite you guys over to our premium site 
where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom, you'll see the link to our Patreon site.